0: Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. I'm telling you, if you're not using this chill, you're not really in the pot business. You're just on the fringe of it. So if you really want to get serious, man, this is what you need, you need a chill in your
1: life. You've got the technology here to have the cleanest, purest, healthiest product. I'm impressed.
0: You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try chill or else. If your chiller's down, you ain't making money. And you heard it from me, Tommy Chong.
1: Brought to you by Poly Science.
2: Hey, so when did you guys first meet and when did you, did you start talking about the partnership?
1: Basically, you know, Mike was a big advocate for uh, psychedelics. And mm-hmm. so I, Brian was working, for, Brian was working for Philo, Brian Spears. And I said, Hey, can you get me in front of Mike Tyson? Cause we wanted Mike, you know, obviously speaking about psychedelics, we wanted to get him involved in Wisana, which is another company. And um, then, you know, I got to l- spend time with Mike, Azim Kigi. And, Kiki, and uh, we, we came up with the new opportunity for Tyson 2.0 and that's how it begun And then uh, we brought in Adam Wilkes and many others after that, but uh, that's, that's the original story. So we, me and Mike technically have been working together now for over two years.
3: So uh, let me ask you this. What are you guys doing differently in your approach to uh, Tyson 2.0 uh, compared to kind of the previous iteration of the company? And, you know, what did you learn from, uh, you know, from the past?
1: Tell them, Chad. So um, I can't really, yeah, um, we're not going to really comment on the past because I wasn't a part of the past. I'm only a part of the present. And so what I could say about the present is that we executed, you know, Mike, myself, and Adam, and a few others. We we really went out to market and talked to um, people we wanted to partner with. And what was a big differentiation is that we partnered with Columbia Care, which allowed us to get into 18 states. We're the only brand in the history of cannabis to launch in 18 states. And it comes down to execution, right? Mike mm-hmm. Mike's one of the hardest working individuals I know. People people. Every time we do an interview, someone says, tell me why you like working with Mike. Well, I'll, I'll answer the question before you ask me, but he's a hardworking, he's, he's a part of the process. A lot of celebrities in the space aren't. So when, we go, when Mike goes to cannabis um, events or dispensaries, we have it's like an Aerosmith concert. There's lines out the door and everyone knows that Mike's authentic. And so with execution team, the team that we built- and Mike's brand, it's become a powerhouse. I, th- I would, I would, I think it's safe to say that we're probably the most well-known brand in the space right now.
2: Uh, That's awesome. So, uh, Mike, uh, you're a self-described uh, recovering addict, right? So, what's the difference between cannabis and psychedelics and other drugs?
0: Well, listen. First of all, when you when you, when you talk about my um, establishment with whatever it is, medicine, we don't use the word drug. They don't use that word, and it's, it's all about
2: medicine. I 100% agree with you. I think that's true as well. Uh, I think cannabis is is great, and psychedelics, you know, uh, mushrooms especially. I know you did 5-Meo uh, DMT, which I'm an advocate for. So yeah, I just wanted to get your take on just, you know, why, why those are beneficial compared to because Because there's, there's a little bit of, you know, some people don't really know the difference, but there is a big one. A lot of stigma.
0: First of all, You have to see the stigma of marijuana. Marijuana means Mexican cigarette. And from the beginning of its existence in this country, it's always been attacked from a racial perspective. You know, the entertainers, the black entertainers, the white jazz players, all these guys who they consider drug addicts were informed that by these guys being so intense to get this particular flower, it has to be a drug. Because these guys are known for being heroin addicts. And I think the, wefa, the reefer craze back then um, allowed them to avoid that. And that made it difficult for people to get arrested. Marijuana is going to make you love somebody. You could be in a room with a couple of gang members who don't know each other. If you give them some liquor and some cocaine, they're going to kill each other. You give them some, some cannabis, they're going to start taking selfies and shit. That's Going <laughs> <laughs> cannabis. That's, no, I'm serious. Yeah. People, They killed their friends and stuff. They're smoking cannabis and taking photos.
2: Absolutely. And so do you think uh, psychedelics and cannabis have uh, helped you in in your life?
0: Well, listen, you can ask my wife and kids um, five years ago how I was, and you can ask them now. They They didn't like me five years ago. My family did not like me. You know what that feeling's like? Your kids not like you saying hello, good morning in America, in the morning. And by me using cannabis to stop the hard, hardcore stuff, I have a relationship with my children and family now. My kids used to see me and leave the house. When I came home, my family, my wife and my kids left the house, even
3: the cleaning people. I think it's I think it's important that you're bringing that up, Mike, because a lot of times, you know, that stigma is out there with cannabis. I know a lot of parents that think that they're better parents. They're more attentive. They're more, you know, present because of cannabis, you know? Listen, cannabis has stopped people from, if they had that fit, the
0: epilepsy, when they start hitting their parents, their mother, they don't care who it is. Cannabis calmed that down. Yeah. You know, illness I'm talking about when the kids just start they can't take it Start hitting everybody in the house cannabis put that to a standstill
2: I've seen that I've seen the videos
3: yeah I got a, I got a question for you Mike and, and Chad um, how do you guys how do you guys come up with the ideas right this is a big space it's moving fast you know in the in the uh, in the world uh, trends come and go in this space how do you guys keep it fresh so that you're putting out the products that the
1: people want yeah, I think um, for us, you know, guys, uh, Mike, obviously being an authentic uh, cannabis user, myself, I, I founded a company called Philo. We work with pretty much every brand in the cannabis space. And then Adam Wilkes, our CEO, um, was the CEO of One Plant. Um, and prior to that, uh, So Global. And so for all of us, we've had a lot of experience in space from marketing to product. And so for us, you know, we've been, you know, a lot of it's um, built around Mike and you know, some of the things he's done. And like you saw Mike Bites, right? And that yeah. was uh, Azeem, his brother in law, Kiki, um, and this guy, Johnny Ryan, had that original idea around it. And, um, you know, we launched it. it. It was probably the most talked about product um, in space. But everywhere we go, and this is a true statement, um, everywhere we go, we sell out. Our product sells out. And why it sells out is because it's a premium product and it goes back to the brand, right? Mike is an authentic cannabis user. Speaking about cannabis, has a podcast where he's a true critic of the space. And so for us, when they buy our products, and that's premium. And then, uh, you know, we we everything that I think in cannabis that is important is content content sells, right? And so we develop really great content, really great marketing, um, and uh, you know, I think that's that's why we've been successful.
0: Chad, I wanted to tell you something, Chad. Yep. I have a, I have a- very close. I was the best man at his wedding and stuff. He is such a close friend with Elon Musk. I'm going to talk to Elon Musk soon, and I'm going to ask him what's the possibility of Tyson 2.0 going to one of his space machines.
1: <laughs> that's great. That uh, was awesome. I think, we should, I think, Mike, I think we should comment. I think we should comment in this. In this, I think you guys should talk about this in there so we can tweet at Elon, making sure he knows we want to get the weed and, uh, I'm looking, I'm looking in the space. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I like to get weed on Mars or something. See how it grows there.
3: <laughs> not just an not just an interstate brand, not just an international brand, but we're talking intergalactic here. <laughs> that would be cool. I just saw I just saw an article this morning that apparently during the uh during the pandemic, the NBA players uh were smoking weed in the bubble, uh in Orlando where they had it. I just saw an article and uh and they were talking about it. Are you excited, Mike, as as an athlete and a and a champion? Yeah. Are you excited to see it opening up with uh, athletes using cannabis? The best,
0: the best fight I ever had, I was on cannabis. I had a really? fight with I had a fight with this guy named Andre Galada from from um, uh, out of Poland. Uh-huh. And man, strong and tough. He gave my friend Riddick both some because uh, his blood was leaking out of his brain. But me and him fight. That was the best fight I had. I was on cannabis. I got fined $300,000 for that fight, too, because I was only fucking cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, cannabis. I'm smoking cannabis right before the fight, and I fucking crushed this guy. He should have gave me money for... It wasn't an enhancer. It would be a, a, a dishancer. but it was an enhancer. I couldn't feel the punches. so conscious.
3: That's great. I mean, do, do you think that it's uh it should be allowed in all sports?
0: Yes. But you have to understand this: it's a natural enhancer. It's going to get you to be able to do things you normally don't do when you're not smoking this stuff for a long period of time. It's a natural enhancer, relaxation. And I don't have to tell you about psychedelics, about that baseball player that that hit a no hit on psychedelics. Yeah. He's on some psychedelics. He um, he didn't think he was playing today. Never Never did that before in his life. I heard
2: about that. I didn't know if it was just a rumor, but that's amazing.
3: <laughs> Can you tell us, Mike, just what, you know, our, our readers would probably want to know what you're a busy guy. You've got your businesses, you've got your podcast. I mean, you're, you're the champ. What's a typical day like for you? Listen, A huh. typical, typical day when there's no
0: adversity at home and everything. And even then um, the whole objective is improving the company. That's why, that's the whole objective. My whole objective is not to get this. My whole objective is to um, build this and encourage this. And that's Tyson 2.0. Everything I do, workout, everything I, I do, it, it comes down to Tyson 2.0. My whole existence is Tyson
2: 2.0. So do you use uh, CBD or cannabis for uh, recovery
0: after training or working out as well? I use it before training. During training, after training, it doesn't stop. It keeps coming.
2: Are you training a lot?
0: Yeah, I'm training now, matter of fact. And it's, and it's kind of wrong with them, but I'm training now. It's not eating food.
2: Nice. What other recovery methods do you use? Do you use, like, stem cells or cryotherapy? Everything, man. You just name it, I use it. As long as legal, I'm going to use it.
0: What's your favorite?
2: What's your favorite method of recovery?
0: Oh, Cannabis and resting. Put on some shaman music and just yes, go to another planet.
3: <laughs> if you helped inspire Ric Flair to become an advocate and an enthusiast, did you have someone that inspired you? Maybe like um, back in the day.
0: And cannabis? No, I have, I have a, um, a hero as far as um, entrepreneurship and business, and that's Magic Johnson. And business and corporation—that's my hero. That's how you become the great by following the great.
3: Yeah, they say you are who you surround yourself with.
0: That's a damn shit. That's damn true. You could be an idiot and surround yourself with intelligent people. I'm an intelligent person. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: but you can never be an intelligent person and then come back to idiocy. They make. That's not how it goes.
3: Yeah. They say, if you're the smartest man in the room, you're in the wrong room. Wrong room, right? You're in the wrong room.
0: <laughs> I'm picking the hell up. I'm gonna charge right through the wall. I'm getting out of here.
3: <laughs> so, uh, so Chad and Mike, is there any um, any big things you got planned for later this year? Maybe any big events? Anything that you could tell our audience? I think oh, the film of
0: making this um, organization the biggest organization in the world as
1: far as care and health and wellness. Yeah, and I'd say in terms of big events, we're launching state after state. Mike's going, we're going to Michigan April 23rd for our big launch with Common Citizen out there. We Next week, we're in Benzinga in Miami, where we're doing a panel with Mike and Rick at the biggest cannabis conference. Um, he's also on at Hippie Hill on 420, um, which is a big conference, which is a big event in San Francisco. Um, we're, we're launching the Ric Flair Drip Canvas line, and you know, bringing Mike bites nationally, and you'll see tons of from us. You know, we're like Mike said, we're going to be, we are becoming the largest brand, we will be the biggest organization. So there's going to be a lot coming down the pipe in the next uh, three months. I think awesome.
0: the Rick really have drips in you, the IVs and stuff, right? <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> With the Rick Drip uh, brand, what's going to be included in that?
1: So we're launching, uh, we're launched the same kind of scenario where there's going to be flower, pre-roll, dabbing, and uh, we're doing edibles that make you go woo, right? So Rick's, uh, it's going to be a lot of, uh, lot of different uh, aspects. You know, Rick, Rick trademarked every one of his um, phrases. So limousine riding. I think the big thing for you guys, what we have learned about cannabis is tackling emotions and feeling. And so with Mike and Rick, a lot of our brands, you know, it's, it's going back to nostalgia and feeling. So, you know, we have, we have a bunch of different products coming out with Rick. Um, we'll have many SKUs um, and we're, our first launch is going to be in California with them. Sounds great. So do
2: you think um, you might have a nature boy brand or line?
1: Well, the line, we're not going to do nature boy specifically, but the brand is the Ric Flair drip, right? So there's going to be, that's the whole call. There's going to be a lot of different brands under that, like a limousine. We're doing a limousine riding flower, we said we're doing Woo edibles. We're gonna have many other uh, different opportunities. There may be a Nature Boy line, but uh, you know, we just we just we just launched a brand a couple weeks ago, yeah. so it's a lot to come.
0: I'm too, gonna have me in a limousine in Chicago, and we got to be in the pool. The back's gonna be a pool, and I'm gonna be driving down Chicago, smoking my weed, my friend.
1: You know what I mean? So- <laughs> Mike, that's true. So Mike had a, We're gonna be doing that. So you could say that in the thing in market. Mike and Rick will be combing the limousines. Mike, yeah, we- uh, Rick. Yeah, the sunroof, Mike will be back about, so. hey, Chad.
0: Yeah, we could do it during the Bud Billiken parade. Remember that stuff in Chicago? Yeah, when a no, bunch of guys gifts for consume Chicago from all over the world. from Chicago, from all over Some black bus.
3: How far back do you and Rick Flair go? This man, <sighs> listen.
0: I remember Rick James. I think, man, I go way back with Rick James. Way when I'm a, I'm Rick Flair. I mean, it's going way back. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teenager. I think, uh, wow. I'm, 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 I'm coming into the teenager. Wow. How'd you meet him? I met him on a few occasions, and one occasion, we wrestled together, and then we got inducted to the wrestling Hall of Fame award. award.
3: That is he, awesome.
0: He's he just one of those guys, like Dusty. He reminds me of Dusty Rhodes more than the other nature, but because Dusty Rhodes talk mad shit and mad insane. I don't think they talking like that no more, but I know they all got it from him.
3: He he is definitely one of the greatest shit talkers of all time. Um, <laughs> if he
0: was talking behind him, if he was talking behind a a, a, a black a black glasses, and you think he's black.
3: it's a great, it's such a great matchup. I mean, uh, uh, Chad, what you've got right here, you know, it's just, you've got, I want to go back to what you said about emotion, you know, tying emotion to it. You've got, you got the champs, you've got, you know, that emotion, that nostalgia. I mean, it's just such a, it seems like you've got a really great team here and you could go almost any direction, uh, with what you've got with, with, uh, with two champions. Yeah, no, we're we're we not only got two champions but we got two good businessmen that
1: uh, are part of the process that we have that everyone has fun with and I think that's the key is building businesses about chemistry and energy. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trading um uh, it's trading it's trading on people's energy and we have a really good team and Rick and Mike make it fun for all of us. So we're we're in a great position. I think another thing to add on to this article too is that we will be going international. So we're, we're talking to many different countries right now on expansion. So we will have an international expansion plan over the next six
3: months. Oh, that's huge. Mike, you consider yourself an advocate for the plant. Um, would you ever consider supporting, uh, you know, politics or, or legislation to get more legalization in the country? Is that anywhere on the radar for you?
0: Listen, not the radar it's on the map that we're already standing on. And so, uh, <laughs> as, you, as you know, um, the government is allowing cannabis to be legal. Well, they had a standpoint where they wanted it to be legal across the country. And if that happens, Tyson 2.0 goes to an atmosphere that's almost inconceivable.
3: That's amazing. You guys are really set up to be in a great spot. Well, thank you so much for your time. And uh, hey. we're just we're just real excited to see what you guys do and bring your story to the cannabis audience. Hey, perfect, guys. Ha ha ha